In a world where entertainment is randomly scattered across Wikipedia, and no one can be sure of anything. Citation needed! Two men stand alone. They are Ben Graw, I'm Earth's last hope, and Garth Remington. Does it come with a pickle or is that extra? And word on the street is, they're gonna clean up Wikipedia. Yo, I heard word on the street is, they gonna clean up Wikipedia. And while they're fighting a tide of information, their fans are fighting tides of hot girls hitting on them. You listen to Wiki Review? That's hot. But sometimes you have to go off page to get the job done. I got the internet breathing down my neck because you're rogue hot shot rating system! This isn't a podcast. This is the Wiki Review. Oh, this sounds I... like gibberish to me. Are you having a stroke? <laughs> You know when you hear something that, like, disturbs you to a point that you're like, okay, that's now part of my life now. (laughs) Now I use this information for others. Welcome to Wiki Review. I'm Ben Graw. I'm Garth Remington. And if you listened to last fortnight's episode, you know that we stumbled across a Wikipedia page that we said we absolutely had to do. And so we promised on this episode that we would do this page. So on this episode, we're doing the Wikipedia page for Know Your Meme. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Yeah, we, we did the Rickroll last time, and I figured <laughs> Rickroll everyone right now. But also the lyrics are relevant, because we didn't give it up, and we did not let you down. You're all listening, we promised, we're delivering. I did wonder that when I was listening to the YouTube episode, where I was thinking, what if we did the Rickroll to people? Do you reckon that would annoy them? If we go, we're doing the Wikipedia page for Rickroll, and then it just the rest of the podcast it's just is that repeat. song played on loop with nothing else. Oh. That would be so much funny to us and kind of a real middle finger to everyone. Like, people would laugh, but then... because And they look at the length of the episode, like, all right, they're doing the Rickroll. That's really funny. But then when it plays for the second time, they'd be like, hang on. Like, they just assume, well, you did the Rickroll, you got me, that's funny. But then, oh, it's going again. So then they'd start clicking forward and clicking forward and they get to the end like, son of a bitch. <laughs> they completely Rickrolled us. And then play the Searle on the way out. And then the last little sound effect would be another Rickroll. Just a real, like... You know, just sock it to you. And that would be the last time anyone would listen to our podcast. <laughs> See, the one thing I do like about the Rickroll is I don't mind that song, but that kind of embarrasses me. So I never want it to turn up in my history. So anytime I want to listen to it, I just look up a trailer for a new movie. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually I get Rickrolled. I'm like, there it is. And isn't that good that it's not like who let the dogs out or something stupid like that? <laughs> it's not like an Enya. I think it is a random enough song too. Though on the topic of who let the dogs out, I actually really like that that song exists because I was thinking one time when Shannon was asleep I wanted to be annoying and wake her up and I was thinking I should like blast a song and I was thinking what song in the world is the most obnoxious and when you wake someone up it's got to be obnoxious from note one it can't have any build up into the obnoxiousness and it has to hit hard and maintain like just a wall of horrible sound (laughs) and the opening lines to that is some guy screaming who let the dogs out (laughs) 
and it just keeps going. <laughs> and it's awful. And it is, if you want to wake up somebody with a song, that is the song to wake someone up to. There is no song that is better than Who Let the Dogs Out. Because that's the sound you hear it. You mean like, make it stop. And there's no rest. Yeah. It's not like Who Let the Dogs Out? And then there's like, oh, well, now I can go back to sleep. It's just like, it's an alarm clock. It's eh, eh, eh. just like, stop, make it go away. <laughs> this is a horrible sound of death. Oh, uh, it's a horrible song to be woken up to, too. Yeah, that is not nice. Because <laughs> there's no substance to that song whatsoever. It's just, yeah, it's just aggressive. <laughs> aggressive without, like, a real reason. Oh, but somehow it was a hit when it came out. Well, yeah. because it's about dogs, and who doesn't like dogs? Oh, uh, why aren't the Baja men still a thing? <laughs> they did a second song, didn't they? Did they? Remember, uh, we saw this. I'm sure this came up in the podcast at some time. They did a song, and we're like, wait, what? They did that? Can we look this up? <laughs> what is the Baja men? other song. Yeah, I bet if you type that. <laughs> who Let the Dogs Out is the first thing to come up. Baja Men Mother song? What? No. No, Shake It Mama? Shake It Up Mama? Okay, I'll... we might just have to look at what their songs are. We'll just go Baja Men. I'll go Baja Men song list. Yeah, there we go. Again, I reckon one song's gonna come up. Who Woke Snow White? No. Move It Like This? Is that a song? Do you know that song? I don't know. I don't know any of these songs. Maybe I'm wrong. Did they make a song called Scooby D? So it looks like they made a lot of stuff in like 2000 and one and 2002. Oh, oh crap, they got something from 2019 called Let's Go. Oh, good on them. It's still Disney. a thing. And look, it says Who Let the Dogs Out Twice. <laughs> it's the first thing and the last thing you see on their list of like, what songs does Bahaman do? Like, they got to the end, they're like, okay, we just need one more slot to fill, and then we've got all the songs. Hey, did you guys know we did Who Let the Dogs Out? See, there are some artists where it'd be fun to have a game of like, name two songs this artist has done. <laughs> <laughs> Bahaman oh. is one of those great ones. Oh, the one Billy Ray wonders. Cyrus. Oh, uh, yeah. Name <laughs> two Billy Ray Cyrus songs. <laughs> Because uh, I like this too Like 2000 Who let the dogs out 2001 Who woke Snow White up mm. but They're still asking who Who woke Snow White up Who 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 <laughs> And the only reason it was a success, in my opinion, is because the barking. Yeah. Because any idiot, guys love that stupid shit. Like, hoo, hoo, hoo. yeah, we're all barking. Yay. Yay, I'm involved. Wasn't there this stupid Cuba Gooding Jr. movie called Snow Dogs or something like yes, that? Yes, there was. And they used that in the trailer a lot for the Who Let the Dogs oh. Out. <laughs> yes, they did. Hey, they did the song Rat Race. That's what it was. Rat Race? Rat Race as in I, the theme to the movie, I'm guessing. Oh, yeah, that was a movie. It had and a bunch of people who were celebrities but aren't now. Cuba Gooding Jr. was in it. There Speak you go. of the devil. Oh my god, they follow him. Wow, he's really close to the Baja man. He might I've be never their man. Seen, I know, I've never seen this link before. My gosh, yeah, so Rat Race, which is actually an underrated film. It's really cool. It's got John Lovitz in it. It's got Seth Green, Whoopi Goldberg. I don't remember Whoopi Goldberg being in it. Yeah. Rowan Atkinson's in it. He plays like a Mr. Bean like character in it. Yes, oh, he plays like a. He's a nice, um, like a Eastern European, I'd say. Yeah, but it's kind of. Mr. Beanish. Yeah, he didn't play uh, Blackadder. He played Mr. Bean. He did the other one of his characters. Yeah, it's like <laughs> name three Mr. Bean characters, <laughs> three Rowan Atkinson characters, because he did that Johnny English, which is just Mr. Bean. Yeah, if Mr. Bean was James Bond, Johnny English just goes to show why.
why Mr. Bean should never have spoke. Bingo. Yeah. Bingo, bango. In some Blackadders, and I think it was the first season he plays Mr. Bean. Yeah, when he's the idiot. That's Mr. Bean. Yeah, Blackadder got really good by the fourth season. And I'd say, I'm going to put it out there, Rowan Atkinson, absolute comic genius. I love his stuff. He's great when he's dry. Like, it's good that he does Mr. Bean. That's the whole thing. When you were a kid, you enjoyed it, right? Mr. Bean is great for kids and it transcends language. Used to play on airplanes everywhere. Exactly. Everyone can watch it and enjoy it. But his one-man show. Oh, have you seen that? Yeah, the Rowan Atkinson Live. I saw that when I was a kid. I loved it. Yeah, to it this still day, stands I love up. It. it is perfect. If you want to know how to do a one-man show, that is it. He covers all the bases. And yeah, he's a legend. John Cleese is in it. Yes. In it. Rat Race. Speaking of legends. A lot of great people. And who better to do the song for the show than Baha Men? <laughs> this is what I remembered. You know, there were two other people who were in it who are on there that we haven't mentioned. Because for the life of me, I cannot remember their names. And I bet you can't either. <laughs> yes, the guy on the left who... I know him. You know him. They were both in Road Trip. I, I don't know who the chick is, though. They were both in Road Trip. Uh, I know that. Because I remember thinking when that movie came out, I've got to see who they are. I can't actually see who the I will remember is, both their names when I hear it. I don't think I'm going to know his name. I just... I've seen him. He's in, like, skater things and... I think it's Josh something. I think he works on Robot Chicken. Yeah, yeah, Seth I believe Green that. show. And he's Seth Green's partner in Rat Race. Jenica? How's that someone's name? Jenica. That's Hotel Clerk. I said in order of appearance. Is it Vince? The... Gloria. God, even IMDB's forgotten who this guy is. Wow. Cocktail waitress, cocktail waitress. We don't need to worry about them. Is it Vince? That guy? Where's Vince? I you're, you're just above you. Just to the left and then down. Is that him? No. no. Oh, that's that other guy I've seen in things. Which, I f- he wasn't in the, the title, but... Alright, IMDB's letting me down. So let's just go Google Rat Race. Amy, Amy Smart. Smart! And yeah, it was Brecken Meyer is his name. Why did I get Josh? He looks like a Josh. No, do you know what it was? I think in Road Trip, his character was called Josh. (laughs) (laughs) That's where I made the connection. It's hilarious when you do that, isn't it? Because I liked Road Trip. I forgot that Rat Race was even a movie until we Googled it. (laughs) And now I kind of want to see it again. Because I'm like, there's a lot of cool people in it. I've told people this before. Maybe not on this podcast. It's the movie where I learnt what Prairie Doggin is. What's Prairie Doggin? Okay, you know when you really have to do a poo? And, uh, okay, so, like, you know how, like, on the prairie, when a prairie dog wants to come out of its burrow, it sort of sticks its head out just <laughs> a little bit <laughs> to see if it's safe? That's prairie dog when you need to go to the bathroom. And it's just just a little head, just a little poking out a little bit. <laughs> You know when you hear something that like disturbs you to a point that you're like, okay, that's now part of my life now. <laughs> now I use this information for others. It's weird what stays in you with in movies forever. Mm, if it shocks you, and the fact that I will always remember it came from Rat Race, and it's because uh, it was John Lovitz's kid on the show, on the movie, saying it, and you get to see John Lovitz react. It's like, what's Prairie Dog? And you say it, and he goes, ah. Oh. Ah! Now I remember forever. God, I can't even remember the last thing I saw John Lovitz in. What's Amy Smart in? Like, also, Wayne Knight was in it. Oh, Newman. Yeah. And if you don't know who Newman is, then you're too young. Fuck you. What's Seinfeld? He was also <laughs> in Jurassic Park. Yeah. He was the guy. Who is she and what is she been? Do? She was in those cranked movies with John Statham. Did you watch them? Okay, I'm just going to say she wasn't famous. She was in The Butterfly Effect. And Road Trip. <laughs> and you can ah. view 45 more movies that she was in. So she's doing all right, dude. Like, she's doing better than you are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not a competition. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know why I'm all of a sudden going in defense of Amy Smart. I'm like, fuck you, I'll stick up for this girl if she's not here. What do you know, Garth? Hey, screw you. This is known as the defining splitting moment. Like, no, we just came to a head when it came to Amy Smart. Ben said, look, you either get down with the Amy Smart camp or you can leave. And I'm like, you know what? I can't get down with Amy Smart. Well, I'm she's at- just a, like... A B-grade Tara Reid. She's like the other Tara... She's the Tara Reid who... She looks like a bitch. She's Tara Reid without the drugs. Like, she's the opposite to Tara Reid. Because Tara Reid looks like a really nice person who turned out to be a complete bitch. Like, in real life. Whereas she kind of looks like she could be a total bitch. But she's probably really lovely in real life. But yeah, I liked Crank. She's in that. Butterfly Effect was good. Road Trip. Starship Troopers. She's in that, apparently. Is she? Sure, why not? And Varsity Blues. I remember her in that. That's what I remember her from. Varsity Blues. that with the the football one yeah yeah where um dawson plays football oh my god it's been so long since i've seen that that i couldn't even remember one thing about (laughs) it (laughs) i do remember it coming out though i remember her in it and that's the only thing i really remember her doing because the whole time dawson like from dawson's creek because i can't remember his real name oh vanderbeek dawson jason vanderbeek no dawson's better yeah dawson is better (laughs) okay so dawson's playing football in texas Instead of making movies in Maine. And, um... I don't know the show that well, dude. (laughs) You can't make these deep cuts and expect me to react. You don't need to know this. (laughs) It's fine. Okay, so Amy Smart's his girlfriend in Varsity Blues. And the whole time I'm watching the movie, I'm like, why is he with her? She's kind of, like, rude to him. She gives him nothing except criticism. And, like, he makes it as, like, the quarterback or something. She's like, well, now you're Mr. Big Hero, aren't you? And then walks off. And then this other chick hits on him. And I'm like, oh, cool, a a chick who's nice to you. Maybe you should, like, go out with her. And he's like, oh, no, no, we can't be together. I've got a girlfriend. Like, she's mean to you, though. <laughs> I see now why you're so against Amy Smart. We found the reason. Yeah, because I'm in Dawson's corner, alright? Dawson's my boy. I like the Beaks. Jason Vanderbeek in Don't Trust the Bitch in Apartment 23. Have you seen that show? No. Oh, he plays himself, and it is the greatest thing you'll ever see about Jason Vanderbeek, because he's mocking himself. He rocks up to places, and it's just about, like, how all the women go, oh my god, Dawson! He's like, yeah, that's me. Like, he has a thing that when he walks down his stairs, it comes up, I don't want to wait for my life to be over! Because that's what the women like. I did see him in Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. He was playing himself. Which, he's one of those guys like Mr. T who, for a long period of time, could only come back satirically as himself. Then the most recent Amy Smart movie that I can see is one here called Avengers of Justice. Oh. Which kind of looks like they've made a title that's blending Justice League and Avengers. Yeah, I think it's a spoof. Or is it a, it got a, is it a on, porno? The rating it got on IMDb is 2.4 out of 10. So it's all quality. Superheroes are forced to go underground after their many violent battles. Leave the city with billions of dollars of damage to sort out. It sounds like an asylum movie. And if you look at like the picture, it looks really cheap. Like there's a lot of pictures of the guy who's clearly the Hulk, but they didn't even apply the green makeup properly to him. He's like a Yoda Hulk. And then they got like a Joker-like knockoff there. Hey, is Amy Smart the chick from the Walking Dead that was really annoying? Or is that no, a- no, she was. She just looks like her. I know the one you're talking about too because they look really close. But no, she wasn't. Okay, okay Amy yeah. Smart looks like she's the most famous person in this, which means that that's bad. And she's not even at the front. No, she's behind this guy who's like a green Yoda Hulk, a Yolk. If so you this will. is what they've called it. It's Avengers of Justice. Fast Wars. Okay, we get it. So it looks like Avengers, Justice League, and Star Wars all rolled into one. And the subheading is pretty recently in a galaxy really close. Ha <laughs> ha. 
Because <laughs> it's like Star Wars, but the opposite. You got a guy at the back who kind of looks like Thorish. Thorish. Thor-ish. Yeah, like, still, like, a little bit defrosted. He's called Defrost. I'm not gonna lie, I kind of want to see this movie now. But only because it looks terrible. Oh, yeah. Like, it looks like it's just a stupid... Like, remember, we grew up in the golden age of spoofs. Before our generation, all they had was Flying High. And then along came Not Another Teen Movie. We were there when the Wayans brothers ruled supreme. Oh, what a glorious time. <laughs> Which brother would show up? I hope it's the weed-smoking one. He's hilarious. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, scary movie. Movie one and two were good. Yes. And then like three through to 96 were kind of tedious. Actually, I'm going to backtrack on that. Two wasn't that great. Like, I get it. And one wasn't that great either. And three was about the same part. It was on par. They you reckon all... three was on par? I thought three was when it was just like, eh. Well, three was the one when they got Dr. Phil in it. And Shaq, I believe. Wasn't that the one where they were doing signs? Oh, yes. No, the you're alien right. alien one? I was thinking of four. Sorry. No, oh my th- God, four. Five is terrible. I couldn't watch five. I never made it through it. Three, I liked because that was the farm kid who was a rapper. And it came out at the time when I was living on the farm and I wanted to be a rapper. And I was like, wow, this movie's like personally offending me. It's everything to a degree. It's a bunch of people going, you're not just white, you're a farmer. You can't be a rapper. Like, yeah, because they're going for the eight mile angle. Yes. Because that movie hadn't come out long ago. Yeah. And I was like, wow, they really went out of their way to make sure I feel uncomfortable about this. I do remember the one it was, the two it was mostly parroting was Signs, the Mel Gibson movie with the aliens. In the corn, yep. And and War of the Worlds, the Tom Cruise one. And that was the two they were mostly parroting through that movie. Yes. They also had some Saw in there, some 8 Mile. And the, what's the one with the girl in the video? Oh, The Ring? The Ring, yes. Yeah, because I remember there was that girl was like, Cindy, your TV's leaking. <laughs> <laughs> and then the black chick beats up little white girl through the TV. I did like the Wayne's brothers going off like, now this is how a black person deals with this. Exactly. And it was always like, they're like, nah, motherfucker, and kick the crap out of him. That was kind of funny. That was good. Like, <laughs> The idea of like, and a lot of black people did this in 90s stand up where like, man, if they come to the hood, it'd be a different game, you know? Jason, you hear, and all the white people freak out. You see Jason go into the ghetto, man. Two weeks later, you see him on the side of the road smoking rocks. And all the black people go, yeah, we mess up any kind of horror movie person come this way. And they all feel tough. And we all go, yeah, it's funny because black people could totally beat them up. (laughs) That was a thing. I'm surprised that's never been in any movie where people are getting chased by a ghost and like, let's go to the hood. Yeah, just just quick, make... Go to the roughest neighborhood you can find. Oh, great. Now we've got a ghost and gangsters chasing us. Probably because they're more scared of the gangsters. We're running from the ghetto. It just so happens there's also a ghost chasing us. We've got one problem down. Don't add to it. I I could imagine... Imagine a producer reading that idea, just looking at it going, this is just flat out racist. (laughs) It's like you had a proper movie and then in the third act, you've just gone hyper racist for some reason. Yeah, but it was just black people who did it. It's their idea, so it's fine. I got the ideas from the Wayans Brothers. Exactly. Because that's all it was, is like, Scary Movie 1 was, what if Scream had some black people? (laughs) That's the whole show. (laughs) That was a thing for a lot of uh, movies at the time Which I did see one before we go forward uh, Just Friends Did you ever see that with Ryan Reynolds? Because I'm like hey I did see her in that No wasn't there There were several movies around that time that came out There was another one that had Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake And another one that had Was it Kira Knightley or Natalie Portman I get those two mixed up all the time And Aston Kutcher Okay yeah There was a lot of movies that came out from those people Just Friends I actually like it I think it's good Okay In fact I'm going to put this down I think Ryan Reynolds 
Reynolds does some good stuff. I know. I mean, that's a popular opinion since Deadpool. Yeah, but I mean, even before that, I was, I liked him in Two Guys a Girl in a Pizza Place. I I used to like that show when it came out. It doesn't hold up as good, but it it was good when it came out. It was good for the time. And I think that's how I describe Ryan Reynolds' career. I mean, Van Wilder was good for the time. I think he was just aimed at our age because it was a stupid college movie. It was really fucking stupid. <clears throat> For years, I didn't know his name and I just referred to him as Van Wilder. Yes. Because that name stuck. Because I liked that movie. I was the right age when that came out. And the movie Waiting? He was good in that. Yes. That was a great movie. And But I think he did Green Lantern and yeah. everyone has just not forgotten that. He also played Deadpool in an X-Men movie before they did the Deadpool movies. Was that Deadpool though that he was playing? Yes. That was actually Deadpool, the, the guy with the mouth. With the mouth sealed. And that's why people were just like, you fucked up the character. The character is famous for talking all the time and you took away his mouth. That makes so much sense. Because I didn't know that that was the Deadpool character, mm. that he was called Deadpool. I just knew that... Ryan Reynolds has played more superheroes, especially in the Marvel universe, than anyone else. He just gets to keep coming back. Well, Green Lantern's DC. Eh, whatever. It's all the same <laughs> to me. I love you make your statement. I correct you. I'm like, I don't really care. <laughs> I don't care. I mean, how many people get to say that they're like a s- official superhero? <clears throat> I know there's Chris Evans has played too. He got to play Captain America in the Marvel universe recently. But before that, he played uh, Johnny Storm in the Fantastic Four movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Fantastic Four. There were a few people in that, weren't there? Yeah, the original two that came out. He was that. The one with Jessica Alba. Mm, the ones that, yeah, all flopped. Yeah, the ones that aren't memorable. So when he was cast for Captain America, it's like, well, I did play this before. It's like, nobody remembers yeah, that. That doesn't count. Yeah, no one cares. Oh, so you've had some practice. <laughs> good to see. You want to play a good superhero now? Yes, please. Same with Ryan. Mm. Did his little practice. Fantastic Four is something that they have not been able to get right. Not been able to get right. No, not at all. Like, every movie that's come out of it has sucked. It's only because Fantastic Four sucks. Like, the concept itself is wrong. You reckon? What's wrong with it? It's just superheroes. Oh, I'm like a stretchy guy. So? That's not fun to watch. That's stupid. I can turn invisible. Like, I mean, I know it's The Incredibles, which... Well, The Incredibles is a Fantastic Four movie done well. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Because it needs to be a car... It needs to be cartoony. I remember watching the Fantastic Four cartoon mm. growing up it was a bit older than us I mean the best they've got is the thing and the human torch and the human torch is always just kind of lame I mean his catchphrase is flame on which is a little on the nose it's a little fruity yeah and then the thing his catchphrase is it's clobbering time little dated yeah and a little stupid it sounds like an old timey wrestler yeah it's clobbering time just clobber them don't announce what you're gonna do just do it no one cares so everyone wants to see The Thing versus The Hulk. Yeah, but only because he's essentially a ripoff. One's a ripoff of the other, and I'm pretty sure The Thing came first, but The Hulk's more fun. Yeah, I'd probably be in the category that The Hulk would win, but only because I like The Hulk better. Only because you want it to win. Yeah, because like, like you said, Fantastic Four kind of sucks. Yeah, and also because if you put it down, like, The Hulk, <coughs> he gets <coughs> angry, that's how it happens. The Thing, depressed about his situation. He's actually, like, you know, he gets in there and he beats things up, but he's kind of sad because he's a rock, and you know, mm. oh, I'd never have a normal life. Why would I want to watch that? Yeah, someone angry and strong is better than someone sad and strong. Exactly. Oh, I'm, I'm so sad about my situation. Dude, just be like, you know, beat up dudes and chicks will dig that. You can look however you want. You're interesting. 
own it. Okay, so I think we've talked about movies from the 2000 period for long enough. Yeah, there was actually a genuine point there where I was just like, wait, what Wikipedia page are we doing? <laughs> okay, so we are doing the page for Know Your Meme. Let's start the podcast properly now. All right. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Wiki Review. I'm Ben Graw. <laughs> I'm Garth Remington. And on this episode, we're going to be learning about what's a meme? Where does a meme come from? I don't know. So we checked into it. We found a website that's perfect for this. So this time on on Wiki Review, we're doing the Wikipedia page for Know Your Meme. Happy cats. <laughs> it is hard to do that. I can't think of it. Uh, yeah, I felt yeah. struggling too. I'm like, oh my god, Ben's working hard doing this. This is a whole thing. Because this partway through, I'm like, oh shit, do I have to do a sound effect now? <laughs> He's building a bit. Damn it. <laughs> that's how I feel every time. And now I get to feel how you feel. All right. We okay. both work hard. Okay, okay so-, so Know Your Meme, it's basically about knowing memes. It's a website or TV show? It is a website. Which a has, video series, it, it says here. Yeah, it has a video series on the website. It was just like a page, like a you know website that would tell you about uh, memes and they'd have videos which would tell you about memes. And then it's been bought up by uh, Cheeseburger, which is a known meme curator. Cheeseburger. Yeah, with a Z. They're the ones who, uh, if you ever think of uh, I Can Has Cheeseburger, have you heard that? No. Okay, so you know how there are cute cat memes? Yes, that I am aware of. This is where they are born. So this is the guy who just went, you know what? I think people would really like cute cats. Start, yeah, someone went, hey, I'm going to make a site. I'm going to put cats on it. It's going to be called I Can Has Cheeseburger. And that was the beginning of the, this is how cats talk language. Yeah, this sounds familiar. I think you've told me this before. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it was on or off. Oh uh, yeah, I can never keep track of our conversations. What happened on and off, Mike? It's just yeah, an <laughs> ongoing dilemma. But yeah, so this guy, who am I kidding? It's probably a woman. Yeah. Or a guy. It could be either. It's a cat it's A person. Decided that because when cats talk, they say things like, I can has, because they don't say, can I have? They say, I can has. And apparently cats like cheeseburgers. Is this, does your cat like cheeseburgers? When you have a cheeseburger, you commonly have cheeseburgers. Yeah, my cat has no interest in people food. None whatsoever. Is that a common, that's not a common cat trait, is it? I mean, I don't know. I've only owned the one cat ever. Okay. And I don't know any other cat owners, so. Okay, because I when I heard that, the first thing I heard, like, you're basing everything about cats that everyone's going to bring in their cat stuff, and you're starting off with like saying that cats like cheeseburgers I'm like do they though? My cat's not a big fan of eating like (laughs) it's kind of frustrating like there are certain brands of cat food that it will just look at and be like nah (laughs) so it's kind of this thing that if we can't find like these very specific types our cat will just sit there and try and starve itself no matter how many things we put in front of it. Oh, wow. Like, oh, I need food. I'm so hungry. Here's some food. If only someone would give me a morsel. <laughs> and it has no interest. Like, you leave a plate out, it's not going to get into it or anything? No, not Never. at all. No interest in people food. No, we've had, like, gone to bed and left, like, you know, dinner scraps out on the table and come out. Untouched. Not, untouched. Cat does not interested whatsoever. Okay. If you're a cat owner, let us know, because I don't own cats. Ben has the one cat cat and his cat is a special cat yeah <laughs> unique. it's it's weird i know all cats are unique but there's got to be like a, a thread of do cats like look at you like hey i want to eat your food because if you're gonna base the whole like you know i can has foods now i can has mice now i can has pets now i can has milk what about milk i can has milk now yeah, a cat will drink milk, but not much. Yeah, that's your fussy cat. So this guy started I Can Has Cheeseburger, and it's called Lol Cats and so forth. And then they have things like uh, pictures of cats sitting in like, because, you know, cats find things to sit in, and they can sit in pretty much anything. And they say things like, if it fits, I sits. 
and it'll be a picture of a cat like sitting in a weird thing. Well, here you go. I found this is episode five they did was lol cats. Basically, he made a website and said, hey, if you have a picture of your cat, put a caption of what you think your cat's saying and we'll put it up on the website. And this was a million dollar idea. This was very successful. Cause this is like, they got one here where it's a cat on a computer. Did you ask for more kindnesses on Wikipedia? But it's Though it's all kitten. spelt weird. Yeah, it's spelt weird like as if a cat was spelling English. Cause uh-huh. yeah, they wouldn't- they... It's like the kid with the lemonade stand, right? How it's like kids can't get letters around the right way. Exactly. That makes it cute and adorable. Does it though? Or is it just annoying? <laughs> well, it's a, are you a cat person or not question? That's all you're saying. Cause... Yeah, I'm not a big fan of like the cat voice. I'm in your folder. See, it makes it really hard to read these. You... Yes. Try and say it in a cute <clears throat> voice. I'm in your folder, capturing your files. Does that help? Is it corrupting your files? Yeah, that's probably it. Corrupting your files. Files. I guess that's what it is, yeah. Yeah, I bet the person who wrote this feels really clever. Oh, yeah. You just gotta remember they love their cats. And this makes total sense to them. Ah, ceiling cat. Ceiling cat? See right there, ceiling cat. It's a cat looking through a hole in the ceiling. See, that that I get. (laughs) (laughs) It's simple, what's not to get? Yeah, it's just a cat looking through a hole in the ceiling. Mm. There's nothing written weird. Oh, you want to know what's weird about it? What? This is an installation at the San Francisco Museum of Modern Art, and it's a taxidermied cat. That's a dead cat that's been stuffed, and then the head's been shoved through a hole in the ceiling. And it was in 2016. Shout out to Eva and Franco Maddies who did this. Well, in fairness, the cat wouldn't stay still, so they had to kill him. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> it's like, look, just stick your head out here and don't move or we'll taxidermy you. <laughs> I mean, if cat things are popular and we want to get popular, we have access to a cat. What can we make my cat do? Do we just take a picture of him playing with the keyboard? Yeah, and I is on your keyboard tapping your keys. Or what if we did an entire episode in the silly cat voice and then made a video where it looked like him and another cat are doing the podcast? <gasps> and so people then start to believe that it's not us who's doing the podcast. Ben Groh and Garth Remington are in fact cats. cats. I mean, We would be so much more famous if we were cats. We would be. If we were podcasting cats, I reckon we would have made it by now. We definitely would have. There would be a lot more interest. And I'm going to put this out here. I think your cat should be me. Why? It's I've got black cat. hair. That's true. Like, I think I look more like your cat. Like It's not believable. <laughs> you need like a blonde cat. That's true. So a black cat and a white cat? Because I don't think cats come in blonde. Tortoiseshell yeah. sort of. Yeah, well, like that little kitten there. No, that's a bit more gray, isn't it? No, that can be golden. Yeah, like the whiskers cat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've, that. I've seen some golden ones. That'll do. I'll tell you what, we'll audition some cats and see. Right. We'll see how many cats we can get to <clears throat> sit in a room next to each other and like actually look like they're talking and not either leave or beat the crap out of each other. We'd have to record like a little bit before we start attacking each other. <laughs> Just to play along with what the cats are gonna do. You know, it would be easier that we record them and then we do the talking of what they're doing rather than us <laughs> do a usual podcast and then go, okay, we'll just get some cats to look like they're <clears throat> talking. No, no, that's not gonna work. And you know that's not gonna work. That would be an interesting game where we had like a small clip and it was voice my cat. And so you gotta do like a voiceover for what whatever scene. Doing. Yeah, for what the cat's doing. We could do that. I could do that very good. Kind of reminds me of Funniest Home Video Show. Yeah. Why did everything have to sound like that? He had one know. voice. That's the one thing that's missing from like these fail videos online. I remember the funniest home video show you said the commenter who would say the yeah. things over it. Yeah. That was part of what made the charm. Yeah, he has to put in a sound effect. Boing. Oh, I hope someone doesn't kick me in the nuts right now. Boing. Mm. Ow! 
Someone kicked me in the nuts. <laughs> oh, I bet he's unhappy. <laughs> Why does nobody ever do that anymore? Why don't we just get a bunch of fail videos and do voiceovers over them? It's actually kind of simple and perfect. Yeah, why don't we do that? That sounds so much easier than original content. Because it's proven from like the 80s and 90s when they used to do that on like Funniest Home Video Show. It's so simple. I mean, it's like reaction videos or like you know, people who play video games and then talk about what they're doing on the video game. Like, why don't we just get fail videos and make comments? That's way easier and will be a hundred times more successful than anything we're already doing. All we need is, yeah, sound effects and comments. Boom, we've done it. I, I can get your sound effects. It's just a Google away. And comments, I mean, just go, oh, like, what would that guy say? Hey, everyone, look at me. I'm going to, like, jump around like an idiot. Hope I don't get hit in the nuts. I'm going to hit this guy in the nuts. <laughs> boing, 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 boing. Boing. Oh, my nuts. <laughs> Writes itself. <laughs> It's really simple. Yeah, and everyone would be like, <laughs> you got hit in the nuts. And then people would be like, you're such a viral success. How did you do it? It's like, we just realized you don't have to try so hard. Yeah, exactly. We looked at the page for memes and just went, wow, we're overthinking this way too much. We just found something that people already like and then did a thing on top of that. What we get back is like, you guys are huge successes. But the number one comment people say is, yeah, we really like the videos. It's a bit wasted and it kind of gets ruined by all the talking that they do. But I like the videos. <laughs> it's like the one contribution we do is ruining it. Yeah. That's the truth. That's life. So they had Icon has cheeseburger, which also they have hot dogs, which is the same thing, but with dogs. Nowhere near as successful. <laughs> ah, the second album never usually is. Dog people are not like cat people, but there is still quite a thriving hot dogs. And yeah, it's all under, they all got put under cheeseburger, which, yeah. So if you want to see memes on different things, that's the thing. There's also one like The Art of Trolling is another page that they have. Well, they've got the episode list here where they've got the first episode they did was... One one take. Was one take. Which, which doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. So how good a meme is it really? And is it a specific meme? I, I guess it has to be. One take meme, I guess you call it. Yeah, that's what we're searching. One take meme. Images for one take meme. So is it just a thing where they see in movies and go, well, they maybe they should have taken a second take? Or is it like, because everything I've read so far is like, it says take one, but I took two. Uh, um, the problem is... says... Three take one takes two. And it's a picture of a person like, Ooh! and what we're looking at now, just by Googling one take meme, we're looking at all those memes. Like you've got the, the whoever that guy in Lord of the Rings, one does not simply, yeah, and there's a bunch of those. And then there's the guy who's like smoking a joint that's bald, that one, you know that one? There's like uh, that guy who's like, it's all the memes that you know. You see them, you go, hey, I've seen these. There's the Leonardo DiCaprio and Great Gatsby with the champagne glass. There's a success kid. The kid doing the fist Taking pump. Taking one for the team. The shocked Pikachu meme. We're so far away from it that there's no way to know what this one take meme is. And it doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. Yeah. And the second one is Rick Rolling, which, which we covered very comprehensively on the last one. Yes. So I'm really interested in I Like Turtles, the third episode. What I the think I know what this one is. Really? Because I have no idea and I'm very keen to find out. This is a YouTube clip. Okay, so it's some kid who's dressed up in, like, horror makeup. <laughs> that is honestly the first time I've ever heard that. So that's essentially the clip is that it's a kid dressed up as a zombie being interviewed at a carnival. The news reporter goes to him like, so you're a zombie, you know, what's that like? How are you having fun here? And it's just like, going, I like turtles. 
So he might be special or maybe not. I think he got camera shy. He got yeah. really nervous to have a camera in front of him. And so he just blurted out that he liked turtles. That's fair enough, hey? Gotta like something. All right, that's the first time. I think I've seen that kid around, but I never get to hear the internet with sound. Because huh. Why don't you hear the internet with sound? I've heard you comment, like, when I send you things, you're like, oh, yeah, I watched it, but I couldn't hear it. I'll hear it later. Do you not have speakers at home? Well, I'm not watching it at home. I'm watching it at work, for starters. Oh. Or it's on my phone, and I'm not going to, like, have it loud. I need to get... I don't have headphones on me. Wow, you're really behind technology-wise. Well, what am, what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to do this? When am I supposed to do this? I would love to do, like, a little investigation on you where we delve into, like, what technology you have and everything and see what year you're up to. Whereabouts I am. <laughs> well, I think it's kind of like... There's some things that I'm pretty much up to date with, and there are other things that I'm, like, you know, back in the 70s. What's your most technologically advanced thing you own? Because uh, you know I have a lot of technology. Uh, I got an iPhone. Does that count? That's What pretty... iPhone are you up to? SE, I want to say 6. Yeah, see, that's still a little dated. Oh, it is a little bit old, but it's... I mean, you, know... you can still plug headphones into it. <laughs> what do you mean you can still plug... He- can you not plug headphones into other... Oh, my God. Did you not hear about that? They took the... You know the where you plug the headphones into your iPhone? Yeah. They took that out of iPhones. So now you've just got the plug. Oh, the, the charger plug. The charger plug, which they're talking about taking that away now. What's going to be there instead? Nothing. Well, then how are you going to charge it? It does... You put it on a pad now. Oh, yeah, the those ones. That scares the hell out of me. Because I've seen that. The people who have the... You don't plug it in, it just charges. And I'm like, I really don't understand electricity. <laughs> do you get how that works? No, neither do I. But they're trying to get rid of wires. Wires are the one thing that is going to be extinct in our lifetime. But this does make a lot of sense why all those kids have the ear pods. Because <clears throat> I went, well, you're just going to lose them. I can never keep headphones in my ears. They always fall out. And these kids just walk around without a care in the world with these stupid little tampon things sticking out of their ears. I mean, that's just life now. That's just how things are. You just got to figure out how to make things stick in your ears now. Yeah, so if you want, if when you're updating your iPhone, if you want to have like a headphone jack in it, you might have to go with like a Samsung or something. Okay, all right then. Because they're trying to, iPhone's trying to get rid of everything. They, I think they're getting rid of like the button, the oh. any plug-in, everything. So it's just going to look like a screen. It's just a screen, nothing else. All right, well, that's Welcome fun. to the future. All right, so what's the next one? Miss Teen Carolina. Um, an American fashion model and former beauty queen. She gained international notoriety for her convoluted and nonsensical response to a question posed to her during the pageant. That's a classic clip to see with a lot of people. A beauty pageant contestant answering a complex question. But even like if they are said to you in a serious setting, you're not allowed to be funny or go down to jokes, which is usually what you would do. Yes. But they just go, okay, you have 20 seconds. How would you solve the problems in the Middle East? Go. How do you not look stupid? I'm going to reenact this because I've got it right here. Recent polls have shown a fifth of Americans can't locate the USA on a world map. Why do you think this is? I personally believe that US Americans are unable to do so because uh, some uh, people out there in our nation don't have maps and uh, I believe that our education like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq everywhere like such as and I believe that they should, our education over here in the U.S. should help the U.S. uh, or uh, should help South Africa and should help the Iraq and the Asian countries so we will be able to build up our future for our children. 
<laughs> she just hit a few talking points in there. Well, that's the whole point because the coach, instead of just answer this question, the coach like, you got to say America. You got to say you love your country. You can't say anything bad about it. You've got to talk about like, oh, there's a big issue in South Africa. Try and bring that up, you know? And also the Iraq war, you know, that, that was topical then. You got to bring that up. It's like when people say, all right, you're going to be on this show, Ben. Now your sponsor is of course, Coca-Cola. Yes. All right. So- Coca-Cola, go. All right. Drink it. <laughs> Sorry, what was the question? <laughs> exactly. So 9-11, Ben, um, what would you have done to prevent that? Well, I guess while I was sitting down drinking my Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. How do you fucking in 20 seconds solve 9-11? Exactly. How do you solve that? And it's got to include Coke. <laughs> I would have just hit the terrorists with a bottle of Coke. <laughs> See, again, it's just like, because you and I would just fall straight down onto like, what's a joke sort of answer. In exactly. any sort of serious format where we had to answer questions, yes. I think that would break us. It's true. If we had to be serious about it, because I was like, oh, I can answer this. And then I realized, no, it's just a joke. Yeah, that doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a real thing. But I'll tell you this. It ultimately is irrelevant what she says. I have watched very few beauty pageants, but the Miss Universe or Miss World or whatever I saw, the one who won was like Miss Venezuela and the whole show she was the biggest ditz they asked her questions she just sort of laughed and said nothing and every time she'd walk the host had to like grab her arm and be like no no you're going the wrong way no no it's this way no no stop walking that way you need to go this way and I'm like well she's the dumbest one everyone else knows where to walk and what to do and then she won <laughs> they're just like hey yeah that one that always walked the wrong way and didn't know anything yeah we like her the best <laughs> I mean in fairness she'll probably sell anything you ask her to she's not gonna ask questions well, she'd be willing to, but just not able to. Just hold up the product to the camera and turn to your left. Your other left. <laughs> no, your other other left. Okay, now you're not even on screen anymore. You need to... Okay, no, that's not even the product. Turn it upside down. No, that's... the. Stop coming behind the camera where I am. <laughs> no, you can't look. If you look through the camera lens, you're not going to see yourself because you're not in front of it. All right, we got it. Do you reckon we should do one more for safety? God, no. <laughs> just, just, no. We got it. Please let this end. <laughs> I'm begging you as a cameraman, let this end. It has been nine hours and we got exactly one photo. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, we'll fix it in editing. <laughs> So she was the 2000, and she's a teen. This was Miss Teen USA pageant. So she's like a teenage girl who's been brought up to be like, you have to like look good and like smile and say, I love America. What do you want her to say about how Americans can't find America on a map? Actually, I reckon for any of these questions, the answer is actually pretty simple. Funding. You just say it needs more funding. How did you, how would you solve more September 11? Put more funding into. But then what you're saying is that you believe that there should be more taxes and that that is a Democrat thing, and they're in South Carolina. You just got lynched, sir. Well, I do think that there should be more taxes for the 1% who aren't really paying taxes at the moment. No, that's a conspiracy. We all know that it's the Jewish people, what are they called? The Jewish council under the um, the gays or something. Yeah, but then you're going to lose the Democrats with that. Yeah, but they don't care about Democrats. This is South Carolina. Oh, uh, true. I don't know. All I know is that if we bought more Coca-Cola, then we'd have more people paying attention in school and they know where they is on that map. Well, we could do it if we had more oil. Bingo. See, now you're thinking like a, <laughs> like a Carolinian. We need to support our troops more and then people will have that oil and be able to find the US on a map. That's also how you get out of any war question where you go, no matter how you feel about the war, we should always be supporting our troops. Bingo. That's the best answer for that. That's the answer. Answers that say nothing, essentially. That's all they want. How long can you stand on screen and say absolutely nothing while talking the whole time? <laughs> and we- not sound like 
this girl. Yes. Okay, so she was a meme based on that. Because oh. people love being cruel. In episode five, they did Lolcats, which we talked. And then Techno Viking, which we've discussed Techno Viking before in yeah, um, have we... Internet Phenomena. Yeah, I was thinking that in my head, like going, have we done something meme related before? <laughs> I do remember Techno Viking. Some like tough dude who just looks like a Viking listening to Techno. Well, he's a, yeah, a Scandinavian dude, or he might be Germanic. And he's like got a Viking beard. He's got his shirt off and he's ripped as and he's dancing and he's walking along it's like a street parade we've discussed this before and yeah that was very popular and people would put that wherever they could I remember those days he's the kind of guy who if he wanted to fight you you would just give up you're gonna lose you know you're gonna lose no matter who you are like you're at a party and you're mouthing off like you are pissed off it's like someone did something that you have lost it and you're just screaming like I will kill you but then this guy comes up to you just puts his hand on your chest and goes I need you to calm down like instant I'm calm <laughs> oh sorry man I didn't realise I was being a disturbance <laughs> I will do anything you ask me to you know what my bad can I give you some money <laughs> I want to give you some money oh <laughs> uh, the techno viking that's uh, a pretty cool nickname too could you imagine turning up to raves going yeah I'm the techno viking even if you didn't look like that you could be like some fat unfit Botswanan hello my friend I am the techno viking you're like you sir are cool I like you. Did you reckon that would be weird? You're at a rave on like God knows what drugs and then you're just sitting there going, oh my God, is that a Viking? How much did I take? <laughs> it just comes up, techno Viking. Oh, okay. That makes sense. In context that he's here at a rave, I'd figure it out in my head. Like, okay, no, well, he's here because of the techno. Later on, he'll be at something like Viking because he's a Viking. <laughs> See, I would meet him after I've straightened up and be like, you are real? <laughs> <laughs> like you get to the end of the night and you're like, all your stuff's worn off and he walks in. And you're like, oh, okay, I thought I dreamed that. Yeah, yeah. I've never really been to rape, so I don't know if Vikings are a common part of it. Maybe there's a whole ship of them that turns up each time. But, oh, yeah, it's, it's well known at raves that they do uh, shield walls every rave. They rock up, they jump off a little boat, they form a shield wall, and then they run across. It's all to the time of the music. <laughs> shield wall! Sounds like a medieval festival with techno. <laughs> like a techno Viking festival. Dramatic chipmunk. I remember dramatic chipmunk. It's yeah. that chipmunk that turns. And then it goes dun dun dun. Yeah, because it looks really and intense. And that's the whole meme. He got a cameo on South Park. He did. With all the other people of that time, of that generation that were technically making money, but they weren't. What do they call them? Internet dollars? Do you know what? That like, I was sitting here looking at this going like, so they talked about this for an entire episode of this show. So basically they just go around, pick a thing and do an entire episode about it. And then I realized that that's basically wiki what? review. Yes. <laughs> I was thinking what a dumb premise. I'm like, oh wait, that's how. <laughs> oh god, I just realized what's even better than this? It's called Dramatic Chipmunk, and it's a clip of a prairie dog. I know, that's what kind of confused me with it, where I was like, wasn't it a prairie dog? He's prairie dogging! <laughs> <laughs> And he does kind of look like a poo. He does. It makes sense. Everything lines up. Or everything is as it should be. Okay, well, that's cool. Uh, so that was a time when, you know, memes were simpler. That was a GIF or a video, but it was a really short one. And it was just, oh, look, it's a chipmunk looking dramatic. That's all you needed. They did one that's reaction videos and piggyback memes. So when you don't actually do a meme, you just add to a meme. Which this is where memes are at now. Memes are a form of communication, as far as I can tell on the internet. Like, so 
someone comes up with a meme, like a template, and then people apply it to everything they can. Well, that's the even thing. If I go onto my phone and go into messages, there's a button that says GIF that brings up a bunch of memes that I can send to express how I'm feeling at that time. It's just a, an emoji, essentially. Every now and then I get a message from someone and it's someone GIFing me. It's yeah. like, say like, yeah, yeah, I'll do that thing for you. And then I get back a picture of somebody going, thank you. <laughs> yeah, like, I reckon instead of GIFs, they should call them glyphs because they're like hieroglyphs. Golden opportunity missed. Do you reckon it will replace written language eventually where we only speak in GIFs? What do you mean, will? <laughs> it's getting there already. I don't send emojis. I still hold out on this and I know that it's totally like some backwards weird thing that I do, but I'm well past the point of no return. Like, you know, everyone started doing these emojis and like, you know, like <laughs> smiley faces and then they'd send these memes in their messages and stuff. And I was very stern on this that that's like a thing that girls do. Boys don't send like little smiley faces and stuff. And I was the same, yeah. And it's extended, but I've been doing this for so long that I really want to send an emoji to people. I want to be able to be involved in the modern language, the linguistics of the modern age, the written era. But I've stood to this point for so long. It's It'd be weird, like, what's the time when I break and do it? But what do you think is going to happen? Do you think we're all just going to, like, see it and then meet up and be like, do you see Garf's doing, like, emojis now? And <laughs> we all start talking about it. Can you believe he caves in it? He's giving in on his morals. Exactly. <laughs> He's fallen off that high horse he was on for all those years. We can't trust him anymore. I just think I'm just going to hear, like, every, like, I'm going to send an emoji. Like, I'll send a little, like, smiley face and I'll just get, like, 50 messages going, yay! <laughs> it's like the next time you turn up here to record, I'll be like locking the door and you'll be like, can I come in? I'm like, dude, no, I heard about the emoji. The podcast is done. Oh, it's over. <laughs> I just get shunned. Exactly. <laughs> I thought you were a man of integrity. You stood by, I don't know what you believe anymore. Because I've been thinking of using emojis too recently. But okay, so do you not use emojis? I don't use emojis. Okay, do you memes in things? No, I've never done that either. Okay, I'm glad that we're both still in this prehistoric age. It makes me feel better. But the one mm. that I want to do is like a little smiley face or a joking thing because sometimes I've gotten myself in trouble where I send messages that are meant to be sarcastic or taken as a joke okay but then the person thinks takes it seriously because you can't tell context which this has happened with me a lot but that's also because you'll message me while I'm at work and I'm just in this straight man mode of like just hating my life and then you send this a message and I just like read it literally and send it straight back to you and then you have that awkward like oh that was a joke dude yeah <laughs> and then we both feel stupid so that's why I want to have it if I put a little smiley face at the end of it then you can read it and be like oh Ben's fucking around just put lol or jk see that's worse as far as I think you I would rather put a little smiley face than write jk no I jk is like that's yeah. teen girl okay I wouldn't put J. I've never used jk but I use lol I like to let people know I am laughing at something I'll say haha and I'll say lol because lol means laughing out loud <laughs> that's what it means and if I do that then you know that I'm screwing around I'm not being serious I'd rather put laugh out loud because I'd never say Jake. That was a suggestion for you. It was a trap. <laughs> it was a trap and you passed, Ben. We can continue doing the podcast. I do. If you're not using emojis, I don't think you're JKing. I've never got a JK from you. Yeah, you never will. But I would say laugh out loud or I will do like um, in brackets, high five, you know, as an action because that way people like it's, in other words, I spell out emojis, bracket, smiley face, close bracket. I don't put pictures because that's a bit girly, even though I know that that's not right anymore. Have you heard of the bit? 
emojis where you make it look like you. Oh yeah, that's the new thing that everyone's doing at the moment where they're- By new thing, you mean like a couple of years ago, right? Like, I don't know. Um, as of like, the, like the last month on Facebook, everyone's suddenly got like emoji thems. Okay. It was on phones a little bit before that I saw. I, I used to this, get it from- This might just be the latest update that Facebook's yeah. allowing you to do or something. Yeah. Yeah. So people have been making their little emoji thing. So now you can make it look like you. So you could actually send little Garth emojis now. It also means I could send like a, make one of you and that's way more dangerous. That is way more. I never thought of that. <laughs> See, it's not about uh, putting yourself forward. It's a, it's an attack, not a defense. Oh my God. That was so bad to give me that idea because you know <laughs> that I'm better at this technology stuff than you. So next episode, I'll probably be sitting here going, I made a Garth bit emoji. Oh no. What can we make it do? What have I done? This is going to be all the humidor Facebook page becomes now. It's just Everything's just Garth emojis and eggplants. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it'd be funny because now I have this little caricature of you that I can make do the stupidest things. Uh, but you know what's going to happen? You're going to put up all these emojis and I'm going to be here, gay! <laughs> Everyone look, I will go out of my way. Everyone look, Ben used an emoji! <laughs> look at him! Hey, why don't you put a dress on for us, huh? What kind of man are you? You're not a man, you use little pictures, huh? Why don't you JK for us, huh? <laughs> hey, you little JKer? <laughs> Uh, oh, such an overreacted hostility to it. Because I like the idea of emojis and it is fun receiving them and I'd like to give them back. My problem is, and this is what I'm so in my head about, is that what's the thing that I choose to first do it? Like, because it's like, what was so special about that that forces me to be like, oh, so you will do an emoji for that one? It has to be a special occasion, something so amazing that I'm like, here's an emoji for that. Really? I think you're overthinking this. It's emojis. Well, but then like, what if like, I'm just like one day like, like, oh, I'll send an emoji like it's nothing. Like, I can't do that. There's been too much emphasis put on this that I could just suddenly like, oh, I'll just start using them. I don't care. That's weird. That's way weirder. I don't know. Use a, like a winking cat emoji. Go completely random. Something no one would ever expect from you. Oh. Something where the person, when you send it, just calls you to be like, I just wanted to check that no one stole your phone. This, this is not you. <laughs> I just read the message and go, that can't be Garth. Oh, but see, now you've created a worse problem for me. Not only do I need to find the perfect place, I need to find the perfect emoji. I need to go through them to find the most random, spectacular and what the fuck kind of emoji ever. Like, and there's so many. Like, you've, you've received them. There's billions of them. How am I going to find this? It's impossible. I'm just going to have to keep doing the thing where I put things in brackets. See, I wonder if you could just completely scrap text altogether and only text in emojis. Which I think that's where people are going. I'd believe that. But that's the thing. Every communication we have by text, most of them could just be done by emojis. But then it's about the being sure of it because if I sent like bicycle emoji helmet clock send you'd be like time are we going for a ride uh, but what time is your bike helmet arriving like to be honest if you sent me like what time are we going for a ride I would look at that just equally as puzzled I'm like do we even own bikes <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we've never discussed this I think you texted the wrong person yeah <laughs> I think the wrong person is texting the wrong person because that's not Garth either but you're right like if I was to like send you like uh if you had sent tonight microphone question mark i would have put that together you'd put a thumbs up yeah and then i put a thumbs up and then that's the whole communication done neither of us typed a word okay well should we get frosted tips and dance around now <laughs> like is that what we do this is who we are this unnecessarily over emphasis on 
masculinity. But I'm even not a big texter. I'm more a caller. Like I'll call people and just want to discuss the details. A five or 10 minute text conversation can usually be taken care of on the phone in 30 seconds. And that's the calculation you've got to make there because there are some messages which it's just easy to do in a message because then you're giving them the information. They can double check it later if they need to. But then you go, oh, how much do I need to tell them before it's too much to put in a text? Or because it becomes convoluted for the back and forth because, you know, and like you need to, oh, we need to meet up. Oh, but like I can meet up with you tonight. But if you don't want to meet up tonight, I can meet up tomorrow or I can meet up Thursday, but not Wednesday. So, um, oh, but I'd prefer Tuesday, but I am still good to go today if you want. Like what? Just call me, you idiot. Yeah, that's better to do as a call. All right. So piggyback memes <laughs> back to this. Which is kind of like what we were talking of doing by ripping off funniest home video shows by doing voiceover to already existing uh, fail Piggyback videos. fails. But then this whole show, isn't it a piggyback meme? Yeah. They're just talking about memes. They are a reaction video. Yeah, that's probably why they made it their eighth episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just want to point this out because this is something that I'm kind of proud of. If you look at the episode release dates... They did episodes 1 to 10, releasing them one day after another. They were, oh, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, then 24, then 26, then 27, 28, and then the 30th of December. And then they didn't do another episode for like a whole month. And then they didn't do another episode for like five months. And then sporadic release. Yeah, they went one day at a time release. And then after they were released, they're just like, uh, now, uh, now. And then they got back into it the next December. So it took them a whole year. So I don't feel so bad about how long it took for us to do things you wouldn't want to hear. <laughs> They're just as sporadic as we are. Yeah, they took... And they did... I like to think that we've thought it through. We're releasing it weekly. It's, that's all right. Whereas they released it every day. When they started, they're probably like, yeah, we'll release a video every day, you know? How hard could it be? And then they're into like episode six and like, oh God, we're not ready for tomorrow. What are we going to do? We didn't foresee this problem. We just figured we'd have time. Do you know what I think was the big motivator for us with the YouTube channel? The time capsule episode of this podcast. It was. Because upon listening to that, God, wasn't that depressing? It really was. Of just like all these things like of a couple years before of like, we're going to get all this stuff done. done. And then you listen to it go, we got none of this stuff yeah. done. We still haven't recorded that <laughs> desert island thing I wrote. Where's the other episodes of Ben the Ghost? I know. There's still literally the one. I thought we'd at least have two. I was saying that if I've only got three out <laughs> yeah like oh this is a whole series we're gonna do no 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 it just didn't pan out <laughs> just didn't happen it might but happen we're on it now we're totally on it and we're gonna listen to this in like two years and be like oh god we were so not on it ben the ghost is one that people ask me about a bit so i will we gotta keep that series going yeah but we are doing things things you wouldn't want to hear is going good we yeah. spent all of last fortnight plugging that we're doing things things yeah. you wouldn't want to hear things <laughs> you would want to hear yeah, you other w- things that you can see because the irony is is you do want to hear hear the things you wouldn't want to hear it's not just a really long name it's not just whose line is it anyway <laughs> all right so that was reaction videos we discussed that didn't we sure yeah sure why not well th- no, that was a thing though where it was the beginning of i can't believe that's a thing where Wait. like there's videos of things and then there's reaction videos i was aware of it with uh two girls one cup that's the first time i ever <laughs> heard of reaction videos which was about that time too, I think. Because that movie, that movie, that video came out, which is disgusting. Technically not even porn. It's just disgusting. And what became big was everyone would record their friends watching it for the first time. I do remember when I was showing that it was me and another friend were 
showing that. And I at first thought it was disgusting until I looked over to the other friend that was being shown that. And his face followed by dry reaching just <laughs> made me laugh so much that it overrode how disgusting that video was. I wasn't recorded, but I did have someone show me it and go, oh, you've got to see this. I want to see you see this. Like they made a big deal that they want to see my reaction because the reaction video thing was happening at the time. I remember watching it going, oh yeah, that's gross. So what am I supposed to be doing? <laughs> this is an American show, right? Yeah. And I'm jumping ahead looking at season two here. They got Corey's sunglasses. What's that? <coughs> that wouldn't be like Corey, was it Corey Haynes or something? The guy who did the party on and advertised it on Facebook? I don't think so. Let's find out. Let's see what Corey's sunglasses Cause, is. Because I was like, that was an Australian thing. Yeah, that was that kid. Yeah, with his sunglasses. Because they're famous. But I was like, he wouldn't be famous in America. Uh, we could actually go to the Know You Mean one. Oh yeah, it, it totally is. It is him. He's famous for his sunglasses. Yeah, because he would refuse to take them off. Yeah, because... Because the, it was part of his trademark. Because I remember the interview where they made it out like, oh, he's such an idiot. But no, he was actually really good at handling the interview. Because he was put on TV and this woman was like, take your glasses off when you're talking to me. Like, why would you do that? You wouldn't have done that to anyone else in the world. If you had some celebrity on, you would have been like, hey, he wants to wear glasses, wear glasses. But she wanted to make a spectacle. Like, I'm going to put this little boy in his place. And he showed her. And everyone went, huh, he didn't take him off because they're famous. No, that was a really clever reaction. And he shut down a journalist. <laughs> he played it perfectly. He did a great job. Good on him. One of those first trolls in real life. And this uh, is just as Facebook was starting to pick up. Wow, I didn't know he was internationally famous. I honestly just thought he was an Australian thing. Yeah. And it was Corey Worthington. He was in Celebrity Big Brother. I remember that. <laughs> And that was the last time I saw him. Would you do that if you are asked to be on Celebrity Big Brother? So they're calling you a celebrity. But you in the that. way that like celebrity reality shows. Like the whole time you'd be insulted because you'd be in there with everyone else like, these are my peers. I'm as famous as these guys. I'm a celebrity as much as Corey Worthington is a celebrity. Like I mean, you'd go in there and be like, what were you in? It's like, I was in a Mortine ad. <laughs> I, I'm, the, I'm the voice of Louis the Fly. Actually, goddamn, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> oh, not the original. I uh, One ad. I was a filler. They couldn't get the original guy. He's way too famous for this show. Exactly. But on the flip side, like, the longer I'm in there, I don't have to pay rent, right? That's something. You know, finally have some time to work on my jokes. <laughs> if at this status now you were told to be on a celebrity reality show, so yep. they're going to call you a celebrity. Cool. But you've got to be on, like, some stupid reality show. Yeah, i got nothing else going on. Would you do one of those ones where you got to, like, eat bugs and stuff? I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, or Fear <laughs> Factor. or There's so many where you have to eat bugs. It's surprising how how many reality shows result in you eating mm. bugs? Well, it's a good thing because it's gross, but it's harmless. It's like, oh, I don't want to eat bugs. But you know that, like, it's fine. You can eat a yeah. bug. If you know it's fine, and that's what really undoes me on all these fear factor shows of, like, unless you have an actual phobia, like, there's no reason not to do the thing. They're not going to give you something that's dangerous. They're not going to be like, hey, do this thing where you can die. They're going to be like, yeah, eat testicles. All right, I guess I'm eating kangaroo testicles. I don't care. They're clearly safe to eat. And if I don't eat them, then I don't win. So why don't I just do it? But the catch on all these shows is because celebrities can't be seen to be winning prize money because that looks bad for them. So which means that if you do it, all the money like you win goes to your charity of choice. Do I get paid to be there? You do get paid a flat fee to be there, which means you would be paid exactly the same whether no. you ate the testicles or not. You only get paid to stay in there. So when you get <clears throat> out, when you kicked out, you stop getting paid. Yes. So the game is now, how many testicles do I have to eat to still keep 
getting a paycheck. <laughs> if that's where my life has ended up, where I'm just, I'm actually sitting there making calculations of like, so how many testicles do I have to eat to receive this paycheck? Wow, where did my life go wrong? Yeah, this is not what I thought when I started the whole like showbiz thing. <laughs> I thought it'd be like, well, if I come up with a good joke, if I schmooze with some good people. No, it turns out you want the solid paycheck. You got to keep downing testicles. <laughs> Welcome right. to celebrityism of these days. I mean, I'm not doing anything else. What would you do? Would you be in there? The fear factor ones where they put me through uncomfortable situations, I'd be less likely to. Celebrity Apprentice would probably be the one that I would want to be on the most. It seems like the easiest. I feel that that would be the most annoying because that's when you have to work with the other celebrities. And think of what celebrities are in there. D-grade people who want to be famous, desperate to be famous, but are nowhere near famous and never will be. So they're kind of bitter and failures but also really narcissistic and megalomaniacs. So everyone has to be in charge, but no one's capable of being in charge. I mean, imagine having to like come up with a business plan with Tom Green. I mean, the strategy I've heard on that is never suggest any of the strategies and criticize everything. Yes. Never be the leader. Yep. Never be the leader, criticize everything, but work hard on it. So that way, if the idea succeeds, you can say, I worked hard to make sure that this idea worked. If it fails, you can say, well, right from the start, I said it wasn't going work. Hey, but I had to respect the guy in charge. But yeah, the person who always takes charge is the person who's most likely to get fired at the end of the episode. That's right. Just like in real life. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, but I would do a cooking show. I can't really cook. Oh, who cares? Yeah, that's true. That's, that's just, whoever I'm with's problem. I just throw a bunch of stuff. I reckon they probably run you through like a little like, nah, these flavors go together. Just try something like that. If it's, we get a bunch of celebrities together and they go with cooks and do it. Yeah, sure. Or if there is a little, this is how we're going to do it tutorial beforehand. Yes. But if it was something like like Great Australian Bake Off where they just give you ingredients and no instructions and say make a pavlova like I'm screwed like I can't even make anything edible <coughs> with that you need to give me step by step instructions and like tell me like all the weight measurements and stuff like I do watch those uh, well I did for a long time watch uh, Great British Bake Off and I've seen Australian Bake Off and they go like here's a tub of flour here's some eggs make a three tiered cake there's no measurements there's no how long to cook it for they don't even tell you how what, what to mix together I couldn't do that I would just throw it all in. You can watch the judges. They have like three bites of it maximum. You just need to make something that tastes good for three bites. But I'm saying I couldn't even make a cake. If you give me all the ingredients without measurements or instructions, I cannot make a cake. I'll just put an egg in with some flour and pour some sugar in. Is that a thing? And then I just have this blob of crap that doesn't rise, that doesn't taste good, that is probably inedible. What if they were doing a wiki review episode of Ready Steady Cook? Oh, where you get to get the ingredients ingredients and bring them in. Yeah. And then we have like a little chef on each of our team because they had the red team and blue team. So you'd put you on one team and me on another team. We'd each get our cook and we'd cook off against each other. That'd be all right. Cause that'd be the fun. Co- we go out and buy the ingredients. And- I-, I would just be like, you. we'd be like the kids in the kitchen who are like, I'm helping. helping. <laughs> <laughs> we would do nothing. It would totally be these guys, <laughs> exactly. but it'd be fun. That'd be great. Cause we'd be involved, but yeah, it'd be up to them to figure out what they can make with whatever stupid things that we bring into the kitchen. Okay. So Garth brought celery. Ooh. Because that's what they always do on the show. Celery, a Mars bar, some <laughs> jelly beans, and Tic Tacs. Yeah, I saw them at the checkout and I thought I could get some Tic Tacs. All right, so what are you guys going to make with uh, Mars bar, celery, Tic Tacs, and whatever the other thing? Uh, jelly beans. I'm no- su- 
surprised food fights don't come up on there more often. Like if they gave me like endless ingredients that they're just like, oh, you can waste stuff. I'm like, I'll probably throw a tomato at you. <laughs> that, that would happen, yeah. And then you would just like have the tomato hit and you'd be like, oh my God, that does sound like fun. And then you and I'd just be like hurling like fruit and veg at each other while these well, the guys are like, no, we need that. <laughs> No, from the episodes, because <laughs> Ready Steady Cook was on a very specific time, like you get home yes. time. So is it still on? I have no idea. I want to fantasize that it still is, but still part of there. me reckons that it's gone like and ages ago too. And they get all different kinds of people. I remember Kelly from the Sit Down Comedy Club, who she's not there working there anymore, but she was a great lady and she was on it. Oh, was she? Would it have been hard to get on that show? I don't think so. They're desperate for people to like... like... Oh, we should... I need to see if this exists because I'm going <laughs> to send an email and just go, oh, would you get us on? 21 seasons. Over. 1,000 episodes. Runtime 60 minutes. No, it only went commercial. to 2013. Oh, we missed it. What do you mean we missed it? We watched it when it was on. No, but I wanted to be on it. Oh, okay. We can't be on it. Yeah, that sucks. We'll just have to do it on our YouTube. We'll just get chefs. Yeah. Do you know a chef? I do, actually. Well, if I find a chef, then we can like have a chef off. And it, it'd be like a dog fight, but with chefs. Like, I'll bring my <laughs> chef, you bring your chef. And I'm like, my chef's going to kick your chef's ass, man. And we <laughs> just do ready, steady, cook. But also, it's in like one of our kitchens, so they don't really have everything they need. You'll be they're like I've got a hot dog machine it warms up hot dogs Wait, for the last time Ben I can do that with a pot of water I don't need your hot dog machine what I need is a whisk uh, I don't think I have that that would actually be genius a cooking show where it's you versus me but then we get chefs who are doing it and we don't even really understand what they're doing and we're kind of like kids helping out that's fun and for some reason it's then ours at the end that we're presenting of like look at this thing I made I think if you think that I won the vote in now. If you think that Ben won, <laughs> take so full credit. And so it would really be like your chef versus my chef. Yeah, that'd be cool. But I remember watching in episodes where they had like the top chef, like one of the who runs Brett's Wharf. They get him against like some guy from like the Alex Hill Hotel who like, <laughs> he knows how to do a mixed grill. That's about it. But in fairness, if you're like the Alex Hill Hotel guy, you're just like, well, I've got nowhere to go but up. Whereas the other guy's like, I have to maintain a reputation. This is what I loved because I remember specifically those two guys meeting up like this nobody guy who just works in a bum pub versus the guy who's like I'm trying to be like the chef you see on like MasterChef and he's there like oh you know what I do because he's Irish I'll get like a, a nice little bit of this and I'll make a pork rind blah 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 like tries to present it really good and then the other guy because they give them the ingredients like, what do you reckon you make with it and the other guy's like oh I reckon I do this uh, a bit of that <laughs> like, there's no like showmanship so you see this top chef try to be all cool and stuff and the other guy just lands flat but then they compete and then everyone's like actually we like what the bogan did <laughs> and you see this it's guy it's complicated it was set up so that like this guy could be like I'm such a great chef look at me beat this other chef he's not even competition he couldn't even win and then he gets really shitty about it well that's kind of like if you were going in a running race against Hussein Bolt like fastest guy ever so it basically comes out that that's more stressful for him than you because if you lose to Usain Bolt who cares no one knew thought that you were ever going to beat him. Exactly. If he loses to you, that's his career over. Like, problems for him. <laughs> I know, like, people will be like, how did you lose to this dork? Like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, that's... yeah, the champion's got way more to lose, but if you mm. win, then all of a sudden, you're known as the guy who beat Usain Bolt. I become the Stephen Bradbury of running. <laughs> Which I'm sure he's a meme in there somewhere if he got it to the rest of the world. So it's like, there's no losing for you. Exactly. It's going to go up. And him, if he beats you, no one's going to go like, oh, he did it again. It's just like, well, of course he beat Garth. It's meant to happen. 
Why was he even racing him? <laughs> it's sad that he has to take on such slow, unable to run white boys to feel good about himself. He should be running against, I don't know, whoever came second. So Usain Bolt should never verse you in a race because if he happens to sprain his ankle or something, it will ruin his career. But it would really spice up mine. It would. Even running against him would just like spice up your career. Because people would be looking at you like, why this guy? Which means that, yeah, the Irish chef who's trying to be on TV, he should have been up against like another top chef. But he was trying to take the spotlight. So that was a great show. Underrated. I know this one. All your base are belong to us. Do you remember that? Say that again. All your base are belong to us. Do you remember that one? Not at all. Okay. This is around uh, badger, 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 mushroom, mushroom, snake. Remember that? No, these are just all random words that you're saying at the moment. <laughs> oh, it sounds God. like gibberish to me. Are you having a stroke? <laughs> I not. You fine. It's good meme. Yes. I smell burning toast. You smell burning <laughs> dunk. So all your base are belong to us. It's from a video game. Yeah, I can see a screenshot here. Uh, called Zero Wing. And it was a translated from like, because it was an Asian game. Mm. And it was translated by these Asian dudes into English. And obviously they don't speak English well. So the guy comes down. He's like, all your base are belong to us. You know, like, huh. all, we, in other words, yeah, we've taken over your base. And this English took off. And there were there was techno songs. All your base are belong to us all your base are belong to us. Well, that's because it happens in Japanese a lot. They structure their sentences differently to us. So if you translate the literal words, it puts it out of order. And it's very Yoda sound. But yes, that was a thing. And I remember this. You didn't know Badger Badger Mushroom? No, I've never heard of Badger Badger Mushroom. Badger 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 Mushroom Mushroom Badger 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 It does that and then he goes, Oh, snake, oh, snake, oh, snake. I'm not a big techno person like you. This wasn't even techno. This was just early memes, I guess. Before we knew what memes were. This was when I was still current with things, I guess. Because they have some where they have mistranslations that they put here. Like a captain says, for great justice, move zig, or your base are belong to us. Somebody set up us the bomb. (laughs) You have no chance to survive. Make your time. What? (laughs) And then there's the translations. That's great. So it's just Japanese games that have been translated wrong. That was a big deal. All your base are belong to us. I do remember Monty Python had a genius feature on one of their DVDs. It was for the Holy Grail, where what they had done is got it translated into Japanese and then translated it back Back. into English. Oh, that's awesome. And so everything was just off sounding. It was a really good idea. That is great. And I've seen, this is a thing that they do with uh, Google Translator, because you can use translators to do anything. And what they do is they take a sentence and they just translate it over and over and over again and you translate it from English to say Japanese then you translate it back and it's going to be different then you take that translation translate it into Japanese and translate it back it comes back different again and you just keep going until you get some and then if you do 40 translations you can get some really weird stuff happen well this is the thing we could actually just quickly throw this together now this may totally fall apart but let's uh English to Japanese Japanese let's start there is now enter your English text wiki review grants all wishes Okay, wiki review grants all wishes, which is written wiki something. Okay, now, Jap- now the problem is we got to yeah, take that, uh, maybe open a different page. 
Yep. So okay. let's go... Of Japanese to English. Well, no, we're going to keep going. So let's go Japanese to Spanish. Okay, now drop that text. Boom. And there okay. we go. La revision de wiki Hannes related to... Spanish to, to Russian. Let's go Russian. Boom. Translating. Oh my God. That's son of gobbledygook there. <laughs> it's another language, Ben. It's not gobbledygook. They thought it through. Okay. Russian to... Uh, what's... Uh, do you want to go back or are we... We'll go one more and then we'll go back to English. Okay. What's the most removed language from any of those? Uh, do you want to go Scandinavian or do you want to go African? We'll go African. Uh, do you want to say Botswana or Sudanese? Let's go Sudanese. Okay. Excellent. Oh, oh, copy. So copy that. And and we want to go back, we want to go Sudanese to English. Sudanese to... English. English. Okay. The wiki review offers everything you want. Oh, that's pretty close. <laughs> that's close. The wiki review, yeah, we went from, what did we start with? We started grants with English to Japanese. Yeah, so wiki review grants all wishes. Grants wiki review grants all wishes when translated through several language is... The wiki review offers everything yeah. you want. Oh, that's all. I mean, that's pretty close. Yeah, that wasn't that fun. <laughs> oh, Leroy Jenkins. I think I know what this one is. Number 13. 13? Who's Leroy Jenkins? Uh, I think it's a Warcraft thing. Is a character name for a player character created by blah, blah, blah. In World of Warcraft. The character became popular in 2005 from his role in a viral video of game footage where, having been absent during this group's discussion of a meticulous plan, Leroy returns and ruins it by charging straight into combat, shouting his own name. <laughs> Leroy Jenkins! <laughs> so, like, so, like, a bunch of kids on Warcraft are like, hey, all right, so we're going to go into this cave or whatever and this is how we're gonna fight them you be the tank and I'll heal and okay has everyone got their exact plan Leroy Jenkins <laughs> <laughs> which I really respect that like that that's sounds like, awesome that's my kind of guy sorry I'm late out of the way everyone I'm just gonna do me and I'm gonna shout my own name <laughs> who does that that guy is awesome <laughs> I don't know, what if years from now, someone takes like an audio clip out of one of the many episodes of Wiki Review we've done and uh, turns that into a meme? Oh, I'd love that. I what mean, if it made you look stupid? Already prepared for that. Oh, <laughs> I assumed it would. It's a meme. <laughs> yeah, you could take any bit of footage or any bit of audio out of this. See, even the bit where I called the audio footage. You could take any bit of audio out of any part of this podcast and we'd sound stupid. In fact, you've gone to the effort of doing it for them with the pull quotes at the beginning. <laughs> That's true. We do that like three times every episode anyway. Yeah, you don't even have to listen to the whole episode. You could just take some out of context, sounds kind of messed up thing that we say. And some of those sound kind of cool when they're just by themselves. Like, into the episode, those quotes would just blend into nothing. Yeah, you don't even But then even when there's that attention it. drawn to it... Then you're like, oh, wow, that's... What? <clears throat> what? How do you get there? Because I even wonder sometimes, I even pick things that sound like they're going to be a big deal, but it's such a subtle little thing that gets mentioned in the podcast when it actually happens. So I wonder if, like, when people actually hear it, they forget that that was a pull quote. Because when I'm listening to it, I do take note of them. And I go, I don't even remember saying that. It doesn't make any sense why I would say that. And then I don't, I get to the end of the episode. I'm like, did I say it? I don't remember that being in there. I mean, you have to get the recording from somewhere. Yes, yeah, some, I must have said it. That sounds like me. I believe him. But it is always taken from a part of the episode that is a bit sort of like, it's not obvious. So if people want to take us out of context later, go for it. Yeah, I, I got heaps of them put aside. I mean, look at this. It shows, um, 
um, Mr. Leroy Jenkins, like, giving a presentation. He's on stage with a microphone. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to be a guy with a microphone on a stage. If being a meme gets me there, then hell yeah, let's do that. Well, his name is Ben Schultz, apparently. Oh, because that was his... Okay, well, that's an even funnier thing, because his online character... You're in World of Warcraft. You could call yourself, like, Rastafar, the Furious Runesmith, or... Okarg, the mage of the uh, netherworld. Now I'm going to go Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> Wait, no, dude, look, we're in World of Warcraft, okay? It's fantasy, <sighs> like elves and dwarves and orcs. What do you want to call yourself? Are you sure you want to go with Leroy Jenkins? I just feel like a Leroy. You just want to be a black guy, don't you? <laughs> it does kind of sound like a black name. It's his fantasy of being a black guy. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I wonder if his avatar was black. Leroy Jenkins does sound like a black person's name. It- yeah, I'm, I reckon it probably is. That's where I'm just going with that. I don't know if that's right or wrong to think that. Whereas Ben Schultz, on the other hand, sounds very Jewish. Schult- yeah, he sounds like the kind of guy who would dream of that that kind of level of masculinity. There's, it's over 9,000. We've discussed that before. Yeah, the, it's over 9,000. Which you taught me that one. The thing I always remember about that is Oprah fell for it. <laughs> that's right, you tell us, yeah. Where there was... Someone sent her a thing when she was doing a story on like pedophilia and someone wrote in claiming to be a pedophile who organized a ring and said that we have over 9,000 penises raping children, (laughs) which is kind of sad, but also at the same time funny when you know that it it wasn't really happening. It's some guy fucking with Oprah. Well, it's such a horrible thing to say and such a horrible topic. It's so inappropriate. Mm. But the fact that that got through how many fact checkers, like no one got this. And it just shows that like Oprah's people at that stage were like they were losing touch they yeah. had no idea about this internet thing this is they, they were aiming at yeah housewives not 15 year old kids who watch dragon ball z oh i think that was probably something with oprah's downfall is where she seemed to ignore like facebook and the internet and stuff when that was starting to come out yes and then when it became everything she was so far behind so, she couldn't stay relevant anymore uh, well, i think it's more that she's got all her money and she doesn't have to do anything anymore She's fine. <laughs> She's like, I, I've already earned all the money in the world. There's nothing left for you to pay me. Yeah, like, why am I trying so hard? Look, I'll just give a house to everyone every now and again. People will like me. But there's also creepy pastas. Yeah, now, I have heard this, but I don't actually know what it is. A creepy pasta is essentially an urban legend. Oh, really? It's just a modern name for an urban legend. It's when people write it and put it on the internet. It's now called a creepy pasta. Okay. And so essentially, it's one of those stories where, ooh, it's a true story. It happened to a friend of a friend of mine. Okay. You know those kind of stories? Yeah, urban legend. So it's just urban legends that they call it creepy pasta. That's just a weird name for it. So, because I've done that before where I've just searched creepy pasta and it comes up with a bunch of like little scary stories. And so if you ever want to hear a horror story, type, type in, in creepy pasta. All right, that's, that's fun. It's cool because they sort of modernize it a bit where they incorporate video games. I heard one where it's someone playing a haunted Mario game. Ha! That's so cute. And because anyone can add to them. Mm. But it would be kind of a hit and miss kind of situation, wouldn't it? Um, Oh, yes. Some of them aren't good. It's the same as any stories. Well, let's have a look. Creepy pastas. The The Slender Man. Is Slender Man a creepy pasta? That's how that started out. Yeah. Is that a movie now? I think it is, but I don't think it did very well. Cradle Cove. Robert the Doll. That's the only... No, I knew the first one. Ben. Drowned. Yeah, that's about me. It's about this guy who does a podcast with someone for many years only to find out that that person's actually been dead. So when you go out now and say, I've been doing a podcast with Ben Groh, they're like, he died like a decade ago. He drowned. Okay, that does Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it's, 
You now just want to verify that I'm alive with some people. This is actually something, ever since I watched A Beautiful Mind, I always go like, how do I know that I'm actually going to a friend's house? And how, <laughs> how do I know I'm not just going to an abandoned building and like mumbling in the corner? And then I try to like make sure that, okay, so everyone has met everyone. So like, okay, so Ali's met you. But how do you know? Because in A Beautiful Mind, he hallucinates multiple people. So which means that Ali and I might both be fake. Yes, but Ali has met my mother. Okay, so, and my mother <laughs> has met my brothers. You've met my mother, haven't you? Yes, I have. Okay, so, so far we're all connected. So the more people there is, the less likely it is that I'm hallucinating all of it. Ultimately, the only other option is I'm in a loony bin and I'm in a padded cell going, yes, Ben, welcome to Wiki Review. Ha 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 ha. I've got to get home. And, and actually that pisses me off. If I was in a padded cell, knowing I have to get up and go to work the next day, I don't actually go to work. I could have been sleeping on the padded walls this whole time. I'm tired. But you've even got to think too about when we have interacted with people. Did we directly talk to each other? Because maybe I said something, you repeated it, and then your mum answered that. So, oh, that's true. Because that comes back to like the sixth sense where like Bruce Willis is a ghost the whole time. Mm, or like Fight Club where he's um, mm. having conversations with everyone as Tyler Durden. Yes. Oh, so there's no way out of it. All so right. maybe you could even be all of us. You could be Ben and Ali as well. So I'm everyone? You're everyone. All right. So there's no one else. So what am I doing right now? <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm not talking to you, what am I actually doing? No, I think you're right with your theory that right now you're sitting in a padded cell. <laughs> that's comforting in a way. Like, so I could like stop trying and everything would be fine. Imagine that, like that's your reality at the moment, that you're actually in a padded cell right now and you're completely crazy. But they find a cure. So they come up and inject you with it and so you get pulled out of this world. You wake up in this insane asylum like, congratulations, Garth, we've cured you. Wait, so everything was fake? Yes. But on the bright side, we're gonna sell your story to the makers of Black Mirror <laughs> and that's gonna start your life all over. Like, oh, I did a podcast about them. No, no Garth, you, you, you didn't. didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how did I know about Black Mirror? <gasps> now that's the Black Mirror episode. <laughs> How did I know about it? I just fantasized it in my loony bin. Oh, could you imagine that you find that every TV show and movie that you've watched your entire life doesn't actually exist? Every song, you thought of all of it. I'd be impressed. Like, wouldn't you be like, I thought up Who Let the Dogs Out? <laughs> who Let the Dogs Out? Yeah, you mumbled that a lot during the 90s. <laughs> then you kept saying Rat Race, Rat Race. I'm going to watch that movie again. Yeah. I'm going to look for that. Because I looked at the... <laughs> cast and went that's actually pretty good and I really don't remember much of the movie so it'll be like watching it for the first time and it's clever because it's segmented because everyone's trying to get to the finish line so it's like everyone has their own short film yeah you, know, you get to see Seth Green and that guy with I've already forgotten his name again Brecken Meyer yeah there you go they do their little movie then John Lovitz has his little movie with the chick from Sister Act mm -hmm. but she's not with Whoopi Goldberg even though she's in the movie too and then you get to see uh, Rowan Atkinson do his little movie so if you don't like one of them it doesn't matter because there's another story and there's so mm -hmm. many stories coming up see that would be a fun movie to make. I'm surprised it doesn't get remade more often because I would do that. Where if we made a movie where we're all trying to go for some prize, like some rat race thing, yep. and we're just like one team and you have like a bunch of other teams and you just handle the movie that way where it passes from group to group. Because mm. it's like we then have to just go out and make a fifth of a movie. So easy. With like five other group, with four other groups that they'll also make a fifth of a movie. We combine it together, boom, we have a movie. Easy done. It all started with Cannonball Run. Now that was a movie and this is, you're actually describing 
describing why they did it and why they did a second one. Because Burt Reynolds and that got together and went, how about just for like a piss take, we just make a film where we all get to drive really fast cars around. Just make a movie around it. So everyone, it's just a bunch of celebrities going, I want to drive a fast car. Okay, we'll all just hoon around in cars. And then they turned around and went, producers, make a movie out of that. And if you watch it, it is a stupid movie with a stupid ending. And the whole thing is just, it's ridiculous. It's just, hey, look, there's some cool cars. Oh, and everyone has like a couple of lines of dialogue each. And then I think it ends in a fist fight. And there's something about a guy, Don DeLuise does Captain Insano. But enough of that. I think it's time. Yeah, so we've gone through a few of these memes. I mean, not a lot, but a few. As much as we normally do. There's so much more that's so much more recent. I didn't think we got past 2011. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's heaps. All right, but I guess, like, we need to rate this page then. So what would you rate this page? Ah, good. I was waiting for you to ask me. I was like, I don't think I'm allowed to rate it unless you ask me. I can't ask you because then we're out of sync again, and that's a big problem. Yeah, that always messes us up for the end of the show. Yeah, so I'd have to rate this a Leroy Jenkins out of a possible Corey Worthington. Was was that his name? (laughs) That that was his name, yeah. Yeah, because... Sunglasses guy. Yeah, you hear this, you go, memes, ew. It's like some, like, idiot who made a fool of himself on national TV. TV with sunglasses like oh a kid with sunglasses who cares but this was Leroy Jenkins this was above and beyond something respectable everything about this just made me really happy for some unknown <laughs> reason and it's so stupid that it's great every single part of this is like that's a thing yeah it became famous because it's stupid like Leroy Jenkins who I think I've just found like it's confirmed I have a new hero <laughs> Leroy Jenkins is your new hero I'm gonna look this guy up and go I know that I'm way behind everyone else but I just wanted to say I thought what you did was really cool so you need a fake name you can yell as you run into battle Ben Grah <laughs> that sounds fake that yeah, couldn't be real at all very implausible <laughs> that's what I thought of the page what did you think Ben okay well I'm gonna give my rating out of 104 Ooh. because that's how many episodes there were of know your meme so with what I know about memes I'm assuming that there are 104 memes out there and that's all that there are they must have covered all of them that's why they stopped doing episodes yeah, and obviously after that they weren't making any more memes. Yeah, so. these are all the memes that you're allowed to use. It's like the alphabet. There's it, no extra letters in the alphabet. So out of 104, I would probably give it... I'd actually give this a 98. Ooh. I gave it quite a high rating because I like how inspirational this episode was. Literally every meme we went down, we started thinking like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if you could do this and this? <laughs> and this is probably one of the episodes where we've come up with a lot more ideas for things we'd want to do than any other episode and it kind of justifies why memes exist to me one thing after another of something stupid it's inspiring of like well if that dumb idea got famous surely we could our dumb ideas are fine there are going to be some ideas we do in the future where it's like how did you come up with that idea and it's like we were just doing the episode for know your meme and away it goes that, that's how it came up right, so we just gotta so, promote the YouTube channel subscribe people we got videos coming out weekly yeah I've really been putting the links in the show notes so you have no excuse not to go there there's like five or six places you can click to go to the YouTube channel right now. Also, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, check out Humidor on there. And you can find all the links to that on our website, humidor.com.au. And you can always email the podcast at wikireviewpodcast at gmail.com. That's right. See, all nice and quickly and cleanly done. Sweet. All right, so that wraps it up. Yeah, it's another episode done. I'm Ben Graw. I'm Garth Remington. And we'll catch you on the next Wiki Review. All right. Leroy Jenkins!
Find Humidor on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and at humidor.com.au. Theme is I Live for the Bass Drum by DJ Searle. All other music by Matt Graw. Boing!